What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams and GP. Let's do this. Morning. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, GP. GP, sounds like you're ready to go. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty ready to go. Yeah? You going to give me some leather this morning? Mm-hmm. No. No? Not this morning. Not this, this morning. This particular morning is not a leather day because not I feel like day. I can speak today. Okay. All right. So no leather, no chimichangas either? No chimichangas, no no yellow chimichangas. No. Okay. We're good. So what do we got going on this morning, guys? I, I was see actually curious. nothing on you the see screen what? here. You see nothing on nothing the screen? Nothing on the well, screen. That's because, that's because I want you to tell me about... Nope. Well, I haven't even asked you yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Reading a script, you know. <laughs> you're, yes. You're not supposed to say that, GP. You're supposed to just look at underneath where it says that you're not supposed to say it. Yeah, it's supposed to be my line after that, oh, not you. Oh, it's supposed to be my that's line. what those color coding things <laughs> Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> GP says, and then the dots, and then yes, that's, yeah, okay. Okay, got it, got it, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, take two. <laughs> tell me right tell me yeah t- tell me about your um you mentioned to us this morning that you're um you're thinking about taking a uh a long hike yes mm-hmm. pct what five is piece okay yeah five months you, there's seriously mm-hmm. a hike for five months there's even longer ones the cdt and this, and this then, is a thing i mean the like, this is an actual thing shorter yes it's uh we we uh we go start down in campo and we end up in uh, Canada. Pretty awesome. It's about five months. I mean, the shortest, we've got a few fast runners that have done it in about uh, three months. But typically, you're going to run five to six. Depends upon how many zeros you end up with. I mean, how many zero days. You, uh, these are like days off, the equivalent of not hiking days. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll dictate how long you're going to you know, how long the whole hike is. But yes, it's a okay. hike. Here's the question. It's awesome. No, I'm sure that it mm-hmm. is. I'm sure that it is. I'm actually curious about it myself. I, first of all, I didn't even know there was such a thing in the U.S. I, I didn't even know there was such a thing. Second thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Spain's got a bunch. Do you have? Yeah, Spain does. Um, th- there's one in particular they do down there, and I, I don't remember the name of it. I, I would know it if I heard it. But anyway, it's, it's mm-hmm. like 1,500 kilometers or something. It's something crazy. But or maybe it's 3,000 kilometers. I don't know. Either way, the um, the time that you're going to be doing that, what do you do about, I mean, like, do you have everything on your pack, like a tent and, and all of it? Is that is that how that works? And what mm-hmm. do you do about food? Okay, this is this is what everyone doesn't realize. It's, it's, it's a bunch of short series of hikes, town, hike, town, hike, town. I mean, the longest so stretch. Like the, like the one they do in Spain. It, Yes, it's just like the the Camino del Santiago is probably what you're talking about. That's it. Yeah, the Camino um, del Santiago. That's the one. Okay, it's very similar to that, except uh, well, you, you could be. I mean, you could be staying in hotels or hostels or things of that nature. There's just not that many here. It's not like in Spain where man, it's just amazing. I mean, they're yeah. cooking for you and everything else. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> but right. you know, here in America, here in America, the food is, just, the food is amazing. Now you got me thinking about it. It's great. Oh, man, I was just killing me thinking about it. No, but here, here in, uh, what we do is we start down in uh, Campo and it's down on the Mexican border, California. And you hike for five months all the way up. 
and it is amazing. We go through Yosemite. I mean, you're going through Oregon, Washington, and you're avoiding all the the protester issues, um, which is pretty awesome. And it's just a way of, I don't know, just connecting, I guess, or deconnecting, depending upon how you look at it. Decoupling from civilization. I'll put it for you that way. How's that? You are for short periods of time. It's like, you know, some sometimes you're you'll do a five day, you know, five days between, you know, your resupplies. But there is like right now there's we've got I've got some buds that are up on um, they're up towards the Sierras and they've got a 10 day before they get the resupply. And it's uh, that's really long. It's shockingly long because normally we have these people called trail angels that um, drop off water for us, cook for us on the trail in between these longer gaps that we meet up with them and they resupply our waters and resupply, you know, or just cook for us or or tape. You know, God, go through a lot of that. And uh, yeah, they they're they're awesome people. But because of covid, there's not that many of them right now. And a lot of them are. You know, these are kind and gentle people, but they listen to the the, the mainstream media and telling oh, them that no. if you even they get were contact a thousand. with, if they you, were batting a thousand. Until you said that, and they get they get caught up in that. I mean, the, wonderful people just caught up with misinformation. They, they don't like quoting Trump, but yes, the the media is the enemy of the people, and you know, and. It's tough. So they, they're afraid that even in exposure, they're going to die. Guaranteed death. Are these the people that wear masks outside because they think it's airborne? They don't go out. A lot of them don't go outside because they're they don't go outside. <laughs> I, it's don't not, I mean, it's, it's I, funny, but it's not yeah, funny. I, I mean, I know it's, it's, it's OK. Not. It's yeah, OK. It's, it's just it's, it's like when I have a I have a name and the faces that go along with these people. It's pretty tough. It's pretty it's, it's difficult. And it's, it's a sad situation when, you know, I could tell them, I go, you know, I've no people really, really close to me had it. No, no symptoms, nothing. And they were healthy. And it's and everyone I've known that's pretty much healthy that's gotten it. And now they have antibodies and everything else and they can't get it and they can't give it to anybody else. So far as we know. It, you can't tell them because they're inundated every single day with you're going to die. But yeah, on the happier note, yes, I'm going on a trip that's <laughs> going all the way up north and it starts next year, late March, early April. Sorry, I didn't mean to get into the, the down parts. Bruce okay. didn't I stop mean, me. You, had, you had me interested until you started to get into the down parts. And I thought, All right, I'm not going on that. Yeah. No, no, get, but going on, if, if I could get you to go on one of these, I'm also shooting, going to be shooting a lot of video. And we've got two shows that are going to be running with it. One we're going to hope for to for a Netflix pickup. And the other one is just, you know, your standard YouTube, you know, oh, hikers and the equipment that they carry and how badly they get beat up, <laughs> uh, basically. And, this you know, and just try and get in an angle that not anyone else is doing. But it's going to be mm-hmm. it's going to be an interesting adventure. Very interesting journey. That does sound. Um, when it, When is this? It's uh. You, you don't even have to come for all of it. You can just come for a small portion of it because there's sections. But if you uh, want to go, it's I, I'm trying. I'm, well, they're not giving out permits right now. Mm-hmm. So it's a little difficult. I'm one. I want to be in the first group. I want to be the I want to be the March group. I want to be that March, April, that little that first group to go, because remember, we're you're um, you're, you're relieving yourself in the woods. And the later you go, 
the more people you come behind that have relieved themselves in the woods. So when you go dig your cat hole, you, you don't accidentally dig up somebody else's cat hole. Well, OK, GP, here's here's a good question for you. Uh, can, <laughs> can can we podcast while we're out? Is is that is that possible? There is a possibility. I'm looking at some ultralight gear right now because I am going to be doing some there's there's some we're doing some filming. Um, uh-huh. actually, and we're going to have you on while you're on this, uh, uh these legs. I'm going here, to yeah. see when I get in the city. Yeah. When I come city bound, I'm going to see if we can, uh, I'll, uh, I'll dial in and see what we can do. I won't be able to bring all the fancy equipment because I'm going to, I'm not, I'm not an ultralight packer. So right, right. I'm in, I'm in the, uh, 15 to 21 pound base weight. Honestly, and the honestly, and hikers well, are going to know that's like crazy. Worst uh, comes to worst. spread GP. there. Yeah, worst comes to worst. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a phone with you, right? Worst comes to worst. Oh, no, no. I have phones, GPS, satellite communicators. Oh, That's not OK. Well, even, it, worst comes to worst. Yeah, I mean, we can have your phone in through our, our line then and you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Worst comes to worst. I could definitely phone in. But I would I'm going to be bringing sound equipment, very similar to the sound equipment that I'm using in studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, so but this ultra light versions, these are. In well, we'll have to test it before you go. We'll have to test yeah, it. We'll have to, yeah, yeah. In fact, I've got the mics. We could probably test that part here sometime soon. Okay, let's uh, let, let's jump over to something else. Bruce, you said something about a tank mixed it up with a car. Yeah, there was a uh, there was an accident in um, South Korea. Um, there was some um, South Koreans in a in a four of them in a, in a SUV. They were traveling at high speeds uh, down the highway. And they rear-ended um, an APC, Ouch. and it uh, it killed the four occupants. And Ouch. Uh, so, th- yeah, they were they were moving at high speed. The, now, this is an APC. This is like um, this looks like a, a 1960s, 70s era APC. You know the the aluminum chassis um, mm-hmm. ones you've seen in like Vietnam. That's kind of what the APC looked like. So it's not massive, but the thing is still designed to take. Uh, gunfire right and so the the car smashing into the back of it is it's like running into a brick wall um it says the occupants all in their 50s were pronounced dead after being taken to a nearby hospital and receiving emergency uh treatment including cpr um yeah it's uh you know it's a sad deal but um uh, i mean shouldn't be speeding and you know I don't know. That's, that's terrible, that's man. A tough one. Yeah, that's terrible. I, I remember there was a uh, there was a convoy over here, U.S. Army guys. They were they were running. Um, I think it was like eight or nine uh, trucks. They were running them down the autobahn here, and one of them involved the tank, and it, something went wrong, and there was an accident, and they shut down the autobahn for like six hours until they could get the tank cleaned up off the side of the road, and it. <laughs> It's it's really bad because, I mean, you know, for those that don't know, we actually built the freeway and the highway system. And I mean, we got the idea in the U.S. from what Germany did with the Autobahn system that was designed to move military equipment in the first place. But now we just use it for civilian and commercial traffic. But moving uh, military vehicles, that's a different story, isn't it? That's a completely different thing. So, GP, have you did you drive in any of those convoys that they, when they used to run stuff around like that? No, no, no. I was medical. I mean, I've been in APCs, but I haven't been uh, not. not no, the convoys. convoys. No, I mean, you've been in no. the convoys no. when they move the convoys. No. no, nope, 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 nope. Hospital units and a uh, few tents and, you know, occasional TDYs that would involve convoys. But I was I was never in them. Oh. I just watch well. them go by going. Go to work, <laughs> you guys. just watch go to them work. go by. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Anybody yeah, th- got a thanks for finger? dropping? Come on yeah, in. Thanks Come for dropping in. that off. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that was my life. All right. Uh, what else is going on? I I heard that there was a guy in a jetpack that was spotted over LAX today. Yeah, I I would like to see footage on that one. Like I would pictures too. or something. Yeah. Because okay, dude, so there was dude, um, dude was about like three thousand feet supposedly. Yeah, honestly, that's no that that's really no surprise. There's um, jetpack like um, designs out there currently that are glorified gliders. Quite literally, it's it's basically um, a like a, a harness and backpack you strap to you that has wings. The wingspan is. Uh, it's it's a, it's about your you know if you were to uh, put your arms out it's probably about that span maybe a little bit a little bit longer uh and they they did some stunt one of the airlines um uh, was it the Emirates Airlines or something I don't remember anyway they did a stunt where they flew some of these a couple guys uh, on a jetpack next to the airliner mm-hmm. and they were pretty high off the ground. And uh, so I could be something like that. Um, it would not surprise me. But again, we would need more footage, more video. I don't think it's a jetpack in the sense of something out of a James Bond movie or something. Or, a, you know, it's not like a you got like cylinders on your back and you just take off vertically and, and fly around that way. These are like jets, but on a small scale, you know, a single single person. Honestly, I mean, if that actually happened... If that actually happened, I mean, two airline pilots said that they saw it, right? One was, a, mm-hmm. a, I think it was a Delta airline. And the other one was, might have been Southwest or something. But they um, they called it in to the tower. And I tell you what, if that's indeed, if that's indeed the case, if a, if a guy on a jet pack was up there at 3,000 feet with them and they passed it, that guy's got a set on him. I mean, that's okay. First of all, you're in, first of all, you're on the flight line. Okay, that's the first thing. Second thing, you're at 3,000 feet. Do we even have jetpacks that can take you to 3,000 feet? Is that possible without running out of fuel? Yes, yes. So there's there's a big caveat with that. Um, it depends on where they launched from. Uh, if they launched from, say, they, they jumped out of a plane or a helicopter or something, then yeah, easily could be at that altitude. If they took off from land, maybe. I, I honestly don't know. I don't know how quickly they, they gain altitude and uh, versus how much fuel they have. So I would say plausible. I saw the video that was actually in the in the news report itself. And mm-hmm. I've seen those things before. I, I've seen them before. And I've also seen I, I mean, we were talking the other day about uh, the 1980 uh, is like the 1984 Olympics or something. I, I One of those early 80 years. And a guy on a jetpack came into the stadium where, where the torch lighting was. And so, I mean, it's not uncommon that that kind of stuff would happen. I mean, I've seen those jetpacks before, but I didn't realize we actually had one that could go to 3,000 feet. So looking at the video for the one, the, the, the stunt they did with the uh, with the airline, that's they're pretty high up. I mean, they're above cloud level and, and like the lower clouds. Uh, so plausibly that high. And it looks like they were doing some maneuvers unless the video like they were doing uh, multiple takes. And this was, you know, they did this multiple times and and they just made it look like it was one long video. Um, uh, It looks like they could they could fly for a while. Um, I don't know. It's tough to say Uh, without Mm -hmm. any kind of photographs or or information on it. uh, I I don't know. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well. Would you do it? Because I wouldn't. 
That's that one is a little bit. If, if I had if a parachute, became, like if I had a parachute, well, they do. Yeah. Um, well, you don't even need a parachute. Technically, the craft is able to glide itself in like you could glide oh, in on it. Yeah, that's, that's true. So, oh, just uh, give me a time. <laughs> I would. GP was it, no GP. Where were you at 10 o'clock this morning? L.A. time? Uh, not watching a guy with a jetpack. No, with, I'm asking, oh. were you the guy with the jetpack <laughs> at, at 3,000 feet? I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, I was not watching or any participating in any. No, you, you were not up waving a guy to, with a, a to an airline pilot uh, at 3,000 feet, 10 miles out of LAX. No, you weren't doing that. 2,700 feet. I don't know why they said 3,000. Is that what the what? altimeter said? Yeah, is that- <laughs> no, 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 no. But I would do it in a heartbeat. I, I would be up there if I could get a jetpack, fly me around for a few minutes. Uh, I would I would definitely be I'd be up for that. Yeah. OK. Hey. Uh, OK. So Uber's changed their policy a little bit. So if you want to take an Uber now, then you've had to um, you've had to wear a mask in an Uber. Right. So mm-hmm. Like they changed their policy on that. But they've gone even further with it now because you had people that would call an Uber and they say, yeah, I don't care. I'm not I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not doing any of that nonsense. And the driver would not refuse them. They would take them. But see, Uber's changed their policy. They say that um, mask slackers, right? Those that refuse mask slackers. You now have to provide a uh, photographic proof that you're wearing a face covering before you can get in an Uber, before they even accept the thing, accept the uh, the ride. So uh, a new a new policy on Tuesday. So today uh, stipulates that if a driver reports to Uber that a rider isn't wearing a mask, the rider will have to provide Uber with a selfie with one strapped on the on the next time they summon a car. On the world's largest ride hailing service. Yeah, okay. Mask verification, right? This expands upon a similar requirement Uber imposed on its drivers. Uh, they, so they're they saying that uh, this will help reassure passengers worried about being exposed to the novel coronavirus. We're going to talk about this damn thing today. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Because all these new uh, reports that are coming out now and all these decisions that are being taken by these elected officials, oh, we're going to hash this out. We're going to hash it out today because I'm sick of seeing this. Uh, and I'm not alone. I'm not alone. There's millions of people out there that are sick of it, too. Uh, so we're going to we're going to talk about it. Uh, at least I think we're going to talk about it. I might be doing a lot of yelling, but um, we'll, we'll attempt to talk about it. How's that? Uber believes that now it's time to help make drivers feel safe, too. So, see, now the company has to protect the driver. I, I almost can't read this. I, I almost can't read this because I know I, I know how this is being used, but I almost can't read this. GP, have you taken Uber since any of this has started? Me? I'm, no. Unless there's I'm another really. GP in here. Is there another GP in here? Do we have another GP in here? <laughs> yes. Yes, there is another GP. <laughs> oh, when you're hearing two voices. Uh, the uh, No, I haven't done any GP. I haven't done any of the Uber. I've done Lyft. You, you haven't done any GP since, since the pandemic I haven't done any started. GP since then. Yeah, no, no. I'm not because I can't travel. I'm really limited tra- to in, in the intercom. Oh, yeah. Okay. State. All right. I see. I see. Yeah. All right. I see. So I'm not well, no, I was wondering if so I was I'm wondering if you, because I'm I know the trailers. And stuff. Yes. But I know you like to walk and I know you like to do mm-hmm. uh, a lot of uh, walking within a few miles of uh, your residence there and sometimes yes. even more. So I was wondering if you th- if you thought maybe through all this, how the hell with it? I'll just Uber the last couple of miles. That's like a violation of. <laughs> So many things right there. Well, I mean, you walk, I, I know out, how, you walk. Back. I know how you like to walk because when you come here, I don't get any cardio in the gym. I don't need it. So, I- <laughs> yes, no, but I've taken Lyft and they they were really lenient on all that. They didn't they didn't have you wear a mask or any of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. The driver did you wear a mask. So, 
And the question is, number one, how long ago was it? Was it before the California law that restricts um, contract work? And number two, what two was months it? Ago. Two months ago. Okay, so it's been a while. That's uh, that's one of the battles, by the way, that they're they're having now, um, Lyft and Uber, um, because of the some of the laws that are. I don't know if it has it has it passed uh, with the contracting thing or is it? Well, still I think we got a, a delay on it, but delay. I'm not sure. Okay. I know a few other contracting companies of uh, there were getting screwed and hosed. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but I, I think Uber and Lyft fortunately had enough money and clout to keep them off the uh, chopping block. Uh-huh. California is brutal. Actually, it's, I tell you what, I, I heard some good news coming out of California today, if you can believe it. The surf's up. Mm hmm. What do we got? This was actually this is out of the medical field and you might actually be interested in this, but mm-hmm. they've said that California might be the first state to develop its own generic drugs. Ooh, okay. Yeah. California is state sponsored. I, I don't know yet. Uh, it says California is poised to become the first state to develop its own line of. There you go. Yes, state sponsored. Its own line of generic drugs, uh, which is aimed at targeting drug prices into a stepping, or excuse me, and stepping into a fiercely competitive drug market dominated by pharmaceutical companies. The Democratic-controlled legislature overwhelmingly approved a measure Monday that would direct the state's top health agency to partner with one or more drug companies by January to make or distribute a broad range of generic or biosimilar drugs, including diabetes medicine, insulin. That are cheaper than the brand name products, uh, which I'm assuming the way that the legislature fast tracked that, that means they've probably got a controlling stake in that company of whatever's going to do it. So they stand to make a lot of money. That's my guess. But uh, it says here that uh, Governor uh, Gavinito Mussolini <laughs> will have until September 30th to sign or veto the measure. Is this good news? Is I'm, well, I'm assuming that it is in the sense that California is doing uh, is moving forward on reparations. So they're going to need some money from somewhere. Yeah. And they're having a hard time trying to pass that uh, that 10 year wealth tax, even if you leave mm-hmm. the state. So they, they've got a, a rough time trying to pass that. So, yeah, you're right. They're, they're going to need to get the money from somewhere. They're going to need a and lot better, of money. What better way to do that than pharmaceutical drugs? Yeah. You know what's going to happen to California if California passes the Reparations Act, right? I've heard that there's talk of it, as in they're openly talking about it. We, we kind of came across a couple of articles last week on it, but we didn't get a chance to get to it. But is there okay. more to the story? There is, but I think you're going to want to have another show on it. Okay. We're going to bring what. in some more people. But it's, uh, what. It's, yeah, we could, it's pretty we scary in a sense because what it's going to do is going to cause a mass migration of Americans in and out so, of California. Okay, so this is... All right, so I, I'm assuming this... Okay, so maybe that ties into that wealth tax that they're talking about because they know they're going to be looking at a mass exodus. Maybe. It's going to be it's going to be an insane exodus. Okay. Well, unfortunately, we're just going to have to save that for another day. So, And, and I would mm-hmm. like to have that conversation. I really would because that's that's so prevalent to what we're seeing now with all these agendas that are being pushed. And, and that's, really, that's really become a talking point. So I, I would like to have that discussion in the coming days. So the next day we get you back, uh, maybe we can do that. Okay. So... Uh, unfortunately we're out of time this morning so we're going to have to go but thank you Bruce thank you GP for sitting down this morning thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more please check us out later on this afternoon and hope everyone has a great morning